Faders, welcome to yet another episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo, and here we go. That's right, and as you Faders know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. But this time we got something a little bit special. This time we have a special guest, Mr. My name's Matthew Bida. Matthew Bida. Spelled weird, but... Yeah. I know, I know. I was like, Bahada? Do we pronounce the J? I get Bajda, Bajda, Bahada. I don't know. Bajada. Yeah. Yeah, but he's an artist, so that'd be kind of cool. So, you know, you could you could take it a couple different ways. Yeah, yeah. you should say it differently every time yeah, you meet somebody. You <laughs> For I'm every a, interview. I'm an artiste. My last name is Bajda. Bajda. <laughs> Bajda. That's, come on, that, that sounds kind of cool as an artist. Like an artist's name, Matthew Bajda. Mm. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, by the way, before we get too deep, what episode is this, Tom? 373. 373. 374 is going to be next week, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We've been cranking them out lately like crazy. Yeah. So, okay, Matt, I found your work in a very weird way. Like, I was walking down the street in downtown Nakameguro, and I just had lunch with my wife, and we saw all these baseball bats with spikes hanging out the window. Mm. And I was like, What's what this? the fuck is this? This is... I want to buy one of these. What? We walked in and stuff, and as soon as we walked in, I guess uh, the caretaker, the, the lady that was like... Kaya. Kaya, yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, you can't be here. I'm like... Oh. But I'm supposed to be here. Oh, <laughs> Look around. It's my calling. <laughs> it is. And and I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, Tom's got to see this stuff. Because Tom likes Negan from, like, The Walking Dead, and he loves oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, baseball bats and mm-hmm. violence and shit. So I was like, Tom's got to see this. But I saw more of the artistic point of view of it, <laughs> especially when I saw the photography. And I was like, this is cool. This is meaningful. I really like this stuff. And so, like, we went to your party that night, and we got to meet you, and it was an honor to meet you. Thank you for taking the time to meet us, too, yeah, by the and way. And there was Coronas, which is not easy to come by in Japan. Well, the donkeys got them, but, like, uh, yeah, dude, I was, I, it was pretty cool. They were instantly in my books, because, like, you know, we, we walked on by, we, like, and they gave us a Corona, and I was, like, I tried to give them money, and they wouldn't take it. I was, like, you just became, you just got in my good books. Kaya hooked that up, too, like... Yeah. Yeah, we were having tacos. And limes as well. Yeah, tacos, and you got to have a corona with a lime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was so fantastic. And the artwork was great. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your show. Oh, okay. So uh, a long time ago, there's a dude that I know. He started this. There's a group of guys that started this photography magazine called Hamburger Eyes, and his name is Stefan Simikic. And him and I were in the studio that I worked for. I uh, artists for a guy named Barry McGee and Stefan was there visiting because you know the art world in San Francisco is very close and I had this idea where I wanted to take a spiked baseball bat and hang it on a pole and videotape it to see what people's reactions were and then he was like you should draw a line in like pink on the ground like pink construction <laughs> spray paint and see if people cross over it because it'll be chained to the pole and that kind of, that just fell by the wayside. And then I just started doing it. I wanted to put out 50. Mm-hmm. And I started making them. And then stuff got weird. I dumped a girl to date another girl. And then that just turned to shit. And she cheated on me. And uh, so, yeah, you know how Then you like, needed more baseball bats. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So <laughs> then I, was at a weird point in life. Well, they sat in my garage for a year. And then I broke up with the girl, and then I was like, it's go time. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, there's this, there's this thing called the mean world syndrome, mm-hmm. where you watch too much TV, or you hear the radio, or you're looking at your phone, and the shit's violent. Can I say shit? 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, sick. So curse you know, as much like, as you want. It's violent, like, all the time. And so maybe not our age, but people who are starting to get older or whatever, or mm. maybe some weak-willed type people may think that the world is sketchy or it's, like, more dangerous. Mm. So they start to get this thing where they're like, oh, shit, like, I can't go outside. Mm. So I wanted to test that, so I put all these bats out. And, you know, breaking up with this woman that I was, like, ill in love with kind of was, I don't know, it was like a, it was like the switch turn. It was like, oh, life sucks. Okay, it's go time. Mm-hmm. So I did that and <clears throat> I just left them there to test like what people's reactions were going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I'm going to take a photo of every single one. So I got my camera, you know, I got a specific film speed that I put in there and then I just took the photos and kind of just let it ride and just wanted to like document it. But what ended up happening is there was some heavy legal stuff. Oh, really? Shit. You're leaving lethal weapons all over the city. I mean, they were chained down. It's not like you just like let them like let them out there to fend for themselves. Yeah. Next to you, know, you got gangbangers bashing each other's skulls in with these. Well, You've I, never been to the tenderloin, have you? That's I, have just, I was just gonna say I made sure to not put them in the tenderloin because there's so many fiends there. Like okay. my best friend looked out his window and saw like some junkie rip a tree out of the ground and beat another junkie with this tree. <laughs> that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Sasquatch do. So I made sure to chain him down. I'm trying to make the <laughs> chain link long enough where you could pick it up, but not, you know, somebody's not going to be in danger. You're not going to run like 20 feet and bash mm. somebody's skull in. Mm. But the cops came to my house one night while I was gone. Now, my mom's old and she lives with me now. Mm. So I was out somewhere and I get this phone call. I was like... Maddie, that the, the police were just here. And I was like, oh, shit. So then the next day that I was at work, I called my friend, and he had um, friends that were in the public defender's office. I was like, yo, this just happened. Like, it's only a matter of time before they find me at work. And a couple minutes later, Matt Gonzalez calls me, and Matt Gonzalez is like the head of all public defenders, and he ran for vice president with Ralph Nader. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, so I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, thanks so much. He's like, and to come to find out, this dude is like an ill freedom fighter for the arts. Nice. Yeah. So he's, he's like, like, you got the hookup? Yeah. I lucked out so bad. He says, listen, if they come and try to talk to you, just tell them you don't know anything. Give them my phone number. Sure as shit. One hour later, these two suited detectives, actually it was no, two came in. Three came to my house. They come in and they're like, oh, yeah, we know it was you. We know it was, like, zombie bats and this and that. Because, like, I put the bats in on Thanksgiving morning. I got up, loaded, load, loaded the van. It's, like, 4 a.m. Uh-huh. And, by like, 9.30 a.m. I was done because I put out 44. Mm-hmm. And by 10 a.m., it's, like, on the news already. It's, like, really? on the news. It was on the news. It's great exposure. Wow. He's getting, I mean, like, some pretty good publicity out of this one. You, I mean... I did. I somebody who worked in my friend that worked in an ad agency said you just got a million dollars worth of ad space for free because <laughs> it was in uh, New York Times, L.A. Times, USA Today, Daily Mail in UK. Um, I don't know. I had a zine. I should have brought it. Did I give you guys one? No. Oh, God, no. I'm an asshole. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yet. Uh, I have a zine that has like a bunch of the stuff. And if you actually look up San Francisco spiked bats on Google, they'll just be like... <laughs> so, Interesting. Like all yeah. sorts of like S&M gay bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it has like all the news. 
But what ended up happening is the cops came to my work and were trying to get me to give them a quote-unquote statement, which means snitch on yourself, and then they would wrap me up right there. Mm -hmm. But uh, I played dumb. I said, oh, well, here's my lawyer. And they're like, oh, who's that? I was like, Matt Gonzalez. He's like, oh, who is that? Like, he, had this, he just was like, you saw it in his eye. Like, he was like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and then he like You're tried to... he was going to get an easy call yeah, there, right? But, but like, he, ah. still, he still tried to play dumb. He's like, I don't know who that is. I was like, he's the head of all the public defenders. He's like... Oh, oh, that Matt Gonzalez. Yeah, oh, that one. Oh. I don't know. It's kind of a common name, yeah, man. Guess. All those Gonzalez's running yeah. around California. Exactly. He's like, oh, maybe it might have been another one. So they came to my work twice and my house twice. And luckily I just was away or I just told them I was not there. Uh-huh. And like it, it ended up kind of being in limbo for a while. And then what ended up happening is I worked for this company, Ruka. This company, I don't know, RVCA is how it's spelled. It's a clothing mm. brand. Cool. So I worked them f- for 10 years, and we have an art gallery in the flagship store in SF. And I have a corporate job, so my office is in the basement. Mm. And we had an art gallery, or have an art gallery, and we gave a show to a gentleman, Mike Kirshner. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Kirshner became a curator at this other space called The Growlery. And he steps to me and said, I want to give you an art show. And I was like, got this idea. (laughs) Hear me out. And he was like, oh, shit. Okay, I got to run this by. And then I talked to Matt Gonzalez. And he's like, yeah, do it. Because what will happen is you have the crime realm that you're in now where they're trying to give you 44 counts of possession of a deadly weapon. Oh. But, you know, we talked. That could add up to be something pretty nasty. Yeah, but it it really can only boil down to maybe creating a public nuisance which is as much as oh i put a newspaper bin out and i didn't pay the the licensing to put the newspaper bin mm. out but mm. you know he's like but that'll shift that to this other realm where it's like oh it was an art project so i got that and that's how the art show started but mm. the the bat the whole the whole primary thing was to test people's whole reaction like oh shit there's this spiked bat like you know, we're from America. I know in Japan, people would be like, if you see a gun on the sidewalk or you see a knife open on the sidewalk, you'd be like, oh, shit. But in America, we'd just be like, oh, sick, free gun. Oh, sick, I got a free knife. And, if you, and, honestly, if, if you saw a gun out in the streets in Japan, I think most people would think it's fake. Really? Yeah, yeah. probably. The guns here look really yeah. realistic. Yeah. Oh. yeah, have you seen those, like, uh, the, the pellet guns? That yeah. Are, they, yeah. They, they operate the same. Like, like, all the machinery actually works exactly the same, but they shoot, like, automatic pellets. There's actually a couple of bars where you can, like, get lit, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, you drink a couple of beers, and then you go to their shooting range, and they, mm. they, they give you AK-47s, AR-4, you know, you get all the pellets. Yeah, all pellets. And you're there, and you mm. got targets, and, you, and you're shit-faced, right? And you're like, brrrr, you're like, God, guns and booze just don't go together. <laughs> you just spray <laughs> the like, wall. So, so I don't know if you can, like, shoot, yeah. like... I don't know, decently enough. They have got, you know, you get X amount of points, like you can actually get a free drink or something. It's kind of like a draw. Ah. Uh, you get people to, you know, to obviously to get wasted people to like, you know, keep, you know, paying money to get like, see, you know, shoot guns. And I can get a free beer. And, you, you bring know, your straight edge days. friend to shoot and he gets a beer and gives you the free <laughs> yeah, there, beer. Yeah, there you go, man. Designated shooter. It's instead of driver. Like a cheese. It sounds very American when you say it that way, designated shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, the bat thing is like, you know, since we're Americans, it's it's a little different. But bats are very classic Americana, and mm. spiked baseball bats is mm. definitely like, yes, this isn't sports. This isn't a tool. I'm not shooting. Mm. You know, I'm not shooting anything. I'm not 
cutting things. I'm not hunting. I'm not target shooting or opening a box. You're like, yeah, this is definitely a weapon mm. of some sort. Or it's and, a new sport. You're just trying to catch the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like them. lacrosse, right? Yeah. So uh, there, there you go. You can make a new sport out of it. Like, uh, you know, the ball is like a muskmelon or something. And you got to like, you know, nail it on the bat. And then yeah. Did Gallagher have spikes on his bat? No, he had a, a huge hammer. Oh, that's right. It oh, looked like right. basically a... a <laughs> It looked like he took a tree stump. Well, it was like a block of wood and just stuck it onto like a sledgehammer thing. But Oh, Gallagher. So, but yeah, it was just to test people. And, and if you saw the bat and didn't pick it up, you'd be like, oh, shit. But, you know, people who held the bat, which I think was rare, were like, yo, I'm like, I'm the man now. <laughs> it's like, you got the juice, you know. Awesome. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. Spe- speaking of which, like, actually, like, so we met you on Friday, and then I went back the next day, and, like, uh, one of my buddies just, like, you know, mailed me up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and he was like, ah, oh, dude, you just want to hang out, and blah, 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 and I wasn't, like, super in the mood to go out, so, like, we met up, and I was like, dude, like, you're not an artist, so I wanted to take him there to, mm-hmm. like... Uh, how do you say just get his reaction yeah. on what he thought and so he's he's walking around he's taking pictures he's like dude these are cool and then you know what that quote is like dude these are cool I want one for home defense that, oh. was, his, that was his like response can was you he, can you have one of those around Japan and I have it still be okay I doubt it I highly I, doubt it I I, I, I've, I've never looked into that. I've never, we've never done a story about like baseball bats or spikes. Mm. That seems like so like 1970s street crime, like from the movie mm. The Warriors. Yeah, it's very Warriors, mm. right? Very Warriors. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe Halloween you can get away with it. Mm. Halloween is pretty flexible. You can pretty much get away with anything on Halloween. Mm. Yeah, were you here? You weren't. Here. I were. I you was. was here. I've been here uh, this. I leave tomorrow. Oh. I've been here six weeks. Six mm. weeks. Mm. What do you think of Halloween? Because you experienced yeah. San Francisco Halloween, yeah. you know, in the Castro and downtown, mm. was like a huge party, and now you know Shibuya. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever Have you ever been to uh, Golita, like Santa Barbara, for Halloween? No, he's never been to California. Been oh, yeah, you've, there. you've been. Uh, we got that, but have you or no? No, no. I was always in the city. Okay, so I I think of Shibuya. I think of Shibuya kind of <laughs> like the Castro, and kind of like. Golita, like college style, where it's young adults dressed up, just, you know, drinking, conversating, you know, trying Mm. to hook up or have a good time or Mm. whatever. And that is like Japan. Mm. There's some, some kids are around, like maybe trying to trick or treat or go to these events. And, you know, back home, it's Mm. like little kids, like going trick or treating all around the neighborhood. Mm. Like, and then you have the adult Castro thing where it's like, you know they they don't do that anymore. Actually, they don't do the casual thing. They squash that. They squash really? the cops squash it. So what does everybody do? Did they go to like uh, was it Union Square or something? Or no, they kind of just it kind of just spread out about you know different clubs have different events and you just dress up and go. Because uh, I think less fights, huh? Less death. Death. Somebody got blasted. Oh, really? Shit. What yeah. happened? What was uh, the story behind that? You know. I think because. Anytime there's something really cool, like everybody and their mom comes out, and, and like you know, thugs from the ghetto will come out too, and they, mm-hmm. you know, the, and I think there was just like beef that happened, and, and then somebody had a gun, and then before you know it, somebody's alive and somebody's not. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> See Tokyo, there's no guns, there's no, no fights. Dude, there's like like what? How many millions of people were there in Shibuya? What do you think, Tom? You were there. Shitload, dude. A shitload of mil- There's a shitload of millions, no, I'm I guess. I'm still posting <laughs> videos, man. Check the videos. It's dude, just stop fucking. Stop posting all that. Just post a video can, and then, you know. Can you quantify a shitload for us? How many shitloads? <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's fucking packed. Like, like I said, like when we discussed it the last time, like um, from, from exiting Shibuya Station 
to crossing Hachiko. That distance is about 100 meters. It took me about 15 minutes to walk across that. Oh. Yeah, that's that's. it was just fucking packed wall-to-wall. You couldn't move. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to, like, negotiate through the crowd, but I'm a l- rather larger dude. It's yeah. not like I can just kind of like, slink in there. Yeah. Your costume was pretty big, too. I actually wasn't in costume. Because I, I, I was busy with work and a bunch of other shit. So, like, no, I actually didn't go there in costume. That was on Tuesday. Okay, all right. I did, so I did the partying on the weekends, and that was about costumed out. All right, well, still shitloads of millions of people go there, and there's no fights, no no deaths. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of hangovers the next day. Mm. I guess a shitload of millions of hangovers the next day. Probably. <laughs> Maybe lots of barf. Barf. Maybe. Yeah, um, I'm sure I mean, there, there's always a, a bit of barf. Then. It's Shibuya, yeah. Unplanned when, when, when you walk down the streets, you want to you kind of want to kind of kind of keep your head down a little bit just in case. A lot of times it's nasty where it's like all the ramen noodles just come out. So uh, many Plan B purchases the next day. Yeah, quite <laughs> possibly. Uh, What's the other one? Uh, pregnancy test kit purchases. Yeah, there you go. They skyrocketed. <laughs> That's this month. Halloween yeah. happens last month, and then this month is all the. Uh, Pregnancy test kit skyrocketing. You can't even find them in the oh, shelves oh, anymore. Oh, 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 the drug stars are just kind of rubbing their hands together going, ooh, time to make some money. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But, so, how did you get a show here in Tokyo? Uh, my friend, I, I've been in a bunch of bands. I, we'll go back. I've been in a bunch of bands, and I have also, for working for Barry, I've also met people, so... I have a friend, his name's Noriyuki, and he runs a shop called Scooters for Peace. It's in Zushi, which is south of here, like on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but uh, was it naval base? Yeah, yeah. so uh, Yokosuka is the naval base, right? Mm-hmm. And then Zushi is near there, and you know Kamakura is there, which is yep. really popular. So I've been, you know, we've been friends for a while. And I've always wanted to have an art show in Japan. And this show has, like, gone to a bunch of places. It's gone to L.A., New York, Detroit. Yay! Hometown. C-pop gallery. And then uh, it's been in San Francisco, which was the first one. But I thought, well, I'm not really doing anything. I kind of want to go to Japan again. Let's see what we can do. And so, I, you know, we've been working out. And he actually hooked it up. So I, I really am really thankful to him. So... Yeah, we just talked and he looked around and tried to get some spaces and I wanted to actually do, you know, a few shows here. I have another one coming up that I'm going to try to plan with my friend Lucian Shapiro, mm. who is like a, a good artist back home. So I came out here and he got that show together and I guess somebody that he knew introduced him to Kaya, who is the one who runs the gallery and he asked her and she said, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a great location. The space great is good because Johnny just happened upon you, dude. Yeah, there you go. Just, you took up. Johnny for the win. <laughs> <laughs> I saw those bats. I was like, I gotta walk in. Uh, <laughs> that was great. I think um, good turnout too. Yes, yeah, mm. I'm really grateful. Like uh, being in bands has helped me because I'm staying with a friend who booked all the tours. Um, Cosmic Note Records his name is Uchu and that means space in Japanese Mm -hmm. that's not his real name but that's what everybody calls him Mm -hmm. so he's you know he's let me stay here with him for a long time for five of the weeks of the six week stint that I've been here awesome and then good host yeah brought a yeah brought a bunch of friends and like Noriyuki brought friends Mm -hmm. and I met people since I've been here and they invited people and 
the gallery is owned by Wyden and Kennedy, which is one of Whoa. the... Whoa. Yeah, so that's why it's WK or W plus K plus gallery. It's is owned by Wyden and Kennedy Wyden Advertising. And, yeah, Wyden and Kennedy Gallery. Oh, my God, that's crazy. They, they, it's pretty they, good hookup. They yeah. did all the advertising for Nike. Yeah. Mm. If I if you could see me, I'm, I could be popping my collar through the microphone right now, but you never know. <laughs> it's like I really, yeah, it's a, the space is good. I was a little nervous because I wanted to do the hanging of the bats and and from the photos, like mm. they, you know, I I didn't come out here and look at the space. I had to like look through photos. I was yeah. Like, oh, what do I do? But we fought, found these things, these weird brackets called magic hanger. Mm. That it's like a weird corrugated metal thing in mm. the roof, and you just clip them in. Mm. So I did that, and uh, yeah, that's how I got the show. It's just Noriyuki hooked it up. Scooters for peace. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, and then you had a couple of the bats hooked up to like a fan, so they're kind of spinning around. Yeah. It's kind of cool. This was the second spot that that actually showed <clears> up. So, you know, anybody can take photos. Uh, we had this conversation earlier. Hmm. And anybody, you know, we're all photographers. We're all DJs. We're all mm-hmm. models, and you know, especially in the days of, of iPhones and whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to have an art show, you know, I, I took a photo of all the bats, yeah. And I wanted to showcase that. But if you're going to have an art show, you got to kind of like bring your game level up. Mm-hmm. So I made this, the spinning one, which is an old, you know, there's this place in San Francisco where you can get, you know, I guess reclaimed is the word, where you find stuff that's used or whatever. And I got like a ceiling fan and then I got some flat bar steel and I drilled it and I just mm. hung the bat. So then it's, you DIY. know. It, yeah. It's pretty dope. It's it is. Yeah. It's like it's a, it's a nice effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I was looking for. And the hanging bats in the window, so people walk by, have a little bit of intrigue, and then you come in. What the fuck is this? Yeah, and then that's the, what happened to me. And yeah. then the gold one is like, that's like my baby. The gold one is <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's oh, real gold. That's real. Is gold. it real? Real gold. gold. Shit ain't cheap. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So. Oh man, that's awesome! That's yeah. like so a, that's like a how do you say a ceremonial king's mace or mm. something. Well, did you yeah. have you guys? So being from California, mm. I'm and and seeing like California car culture is very different than a lot of the Middle America car culture. Mm. Like California car car culture is a lot of low riders. They bounce. Yes, mm. and the Middle America drives. is more hot rod mm. muscle car. Yeah. Well, the low rider community is heavy into gold plating, chrome plating, and engraving. And that's where, you know, I I can't show the internet, but I've had a, a few cars. Right now I have a 54 Chrysler New Yorker. Wow. So, and my, my dream car that I want to do is I want a 53 Chevy Suburban. Mm-hmm. And the clamshell back, I don't know. It's like one comes up and the other one is lower and comes down instead of like a barn door style. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of, I really... You know, I'm a car guy. I'm like a car nerd in uh-huh, a way. Uh-huh. I've had a, a lot of different cars, like old BMWs. I have a, a Hachiroku drift car. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. From, from like Initial D? Yeah. yeah. I've been, the 86 yeah. Corolla. I read that series back in the day. And, and, you know, I have a you know a classic car or whatever. And so I've always like had lowrider love. But being white, you feel like, oh, shit, I'm a little fraudulent. <laughs> but also on the same time, like growing up, like I've grown up and had like a lot of, you know, Mexican friends or Latino friends or whatever. And so part of that is in you as much as you feel like, oh, like I'm kind of a poser. But at the same time, like I've grown up with all these dudes who are into it and mm-hmm. I've always been into it. So it's. You know, it's a little weird where you're like kind of in it, but kind of not. And and making the gold bat, you're like, okay, like I'm going to do this because like I have a love Mm. for this. And 
And so I'm going to do it. And actually, this other gentleman, I had the show in New York, and this dude that I had just met from L.A., this um, Mario Ayala, he's like a he's like a super ill airbrush painter. Mm-hmm. And he came, and he like stepped out of nowhere because he had a show there. He's like, yo, I saw that gold bat, and like it really like talked to me about lowriders. I was like, dude, you get it. You totally get it. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to worry about being a poser, you know, just because you're white, because there's a, a professional skater from like the eighties and early nineties and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was, um, he did the uh, ramp skating and stuff. And one of his hobbies was hanging out with like, you know, like the lowrider kind of guys. And like, I think it was like Southern Los Angeles or something. Mm, I think I know who you're I, talking I forget, about. Is Jason, Jason, uh, not Jason Jesse, Jason. Wait, was that it? Jason Jesse? Maybe. That, He's from Santa Cruz. Yeah, I want to Google it, but fuck Google. I know who it is because he act. I think it is Jason Jesse. Yeah, he is yeah. Because de- he's from Santa Cruz, and Santa Cruz is really, um, apart from being like a college town, mm-hmm. Salinas is there, and Santa Cruz <clears throat> is there, and it's like a huge, I guess, agricultural community. And you have no. migrant workers from Mexico, oh, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. is he is deep in that game. So I know that he. I know what you're saying. So yeah, don't worry about, about it. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. So well, my, yeah. my question is: so since you're into these like old, like old, really old school hot rod cars, so you can mm-hmm. take it. The artist in you wants to really trick them out with like a nice custom paint job. Maybe do yeah. a little engraving exactly. or something. You want yeah, to make, try make, to make it as just like you know as cool as possible. Yeah, you want to you want it to be. It is Jason Jesse. It was Jason Jesse. For all of you that want to know, Jason Jesse. Uh, in terms of cars, yeah, you want to try to make it a, a piece of art in its own right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people will, you know, especially in low riding with hydraulics or depending if you, depending on the year, there's two schools of thought. Like low riding is, some people would say strictly hydraulics, but other people are like airbags, mm-hmm. but airbags don't really have as much hopping action going on. Not a lot of punch. People. There are there there are battles between cars that's ones on airbags and others on hydraulics. But like if you want to be strictly classic lowrider hydraulics. Mm-hmm. But if you have an older car, you know, hydraulics is more for like sixties. But a lot of cars from like the fifties people just put on airbags. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I don't well, it's personal preference. Is it because the cars in the 50s would be heavier because they're more like steel-based and stuff and they'd fall apart? I don't know. I mean, the shit's still heavy in the 60s, but I think maybe the 50s stuff, more fragile, Hmm. more sketchy. Yeah. You know, like you drive a 50s car and it's four-wheel disc brake that's real sketchy because my car is sketchy to drive. No power steering, huh? (laughs) Oh, I actually, mine lucked out because it's a Chrysler New Yorker. It has power steering but most cars are not. Fancy. And like, you know, the brakes heat up and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, my braking power sucks. And Mm. then you get into the 60s and you're like, okay, this is better. Still heavy but like, it feels a little bit more durable. I don't Mm. know. I don't know. I think it's just schools of thought like real old, like they're called bombs or whatever, like Mm -hmm. 50s cars, Mm -hmm. airbags. 60s cars and 70s cars, hydraulics. <clears throat> Though people, you know, people mix and match. I don't know. That's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah. Interesting. So the photography, like you're you're an artist. Is your art originally into photography? Did you start off as a photographer or? I actually started off as going to school. I wanted to be a marine biologist. Really? Marine bio. But then I was. It's a good start. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I've been vegan since I don't know when. So then you're in school and you're like. I don't really know if I want to chop up this small animal. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I'm cool. Animals are cool. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to, like, 
take this, you know, pick up a seal out of the ocean and punch it and (laughs) chop its neck open and see what makes it tick just to, like, save other ones. So I moved to, like, I moved to Europe because I didn't know what I wanted to be, and then I came back and I actually ended off in broadcasting. So Mm. my... In good company. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't... I don't. Uh, I just happened to pick up a camera because I thought it was cool. <laughs> you know, I had sort of an art thing going on because I had broadcasting with web design and music recording, and there's television in there when you take the classes. Mm-hmm. But then, being on tour, like I've been in a bunch of like hardcore bands or punk rock bands or whatever <laughs> you want to call them, and like you tour around, and you'd see like cool and interesting stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture, and I would have disposable cameras. But then I came up on this Nikon, and then I just started to go from there. Nikon's pretty sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now I am I have this, I have like a camera collection. Like I didn't bring all of them. I, I actually brought a different one this time, but I did bring the Nikon. That's like, that's my baby. It's like, <laughs> Classic film or using digital? Yeah, no, film. I don't fuck with digital because oh, I have sweet. that in my iPhone. But I have, sorry for making noise here. That's all right. You guys are pulling this out of the bag. So ah, I have this old school, man. Yeah, this is a Leica M6 that I bought from my friend Kevin O'Mara. And um, I came out here with some other dudes. Actually, the, the first time, the first like thing that I did when I was here is the Tokyo Art Book Fair. Mm-hmm. So I put out some like small zines or art books. And That's right. You've got a lot of zines. Yeah. So my friend that does um, Deadbeat Club, which is a zine, you know, publisher, and his uh, his table had some of my stuff there. Cool. And so I came out here early October, and then I just been shooting photos since then because I like people. I have this thing. I don't 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 think this is fucked up, but I have this thing for people in wheelchairs and mm. old people. Interesting. <laughs> and the style of old people in Japan is so sick. Like, yeah. And old people. I mean, you guys know in America, old people just don't go out. They just mm. oh, it's six p.m. I'm in for the rest of the night until yeah. six a.m. when I show up to the mall and walk around. But here, like, you'll see like a dude that he, he looks like he's got to be eighty, like. He's pushing like fossil fuel age, mm. and he's on like a crazy moped, in yeah. the middle, and it's yeah. two a.m. Yeah, and like he looks so sick, like his mm. gear is, you he's know, wearing a suit or that, or he's like, I've got this button-up flannel, and I've got some sort of like Eddie Bauer sleeveless vest on, and some sick slacks, and like mm. whatever, a pair of Dunks on or something. Like uh, you got to go to Wayno. Yeah. You got to go to one of the old Wayno bars. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayno, Wayno has a lot of like little little niche little areas for like old people uh-huh. where they just kind of go. It's kind of like a town mm-hmm. kind of part of Tokyo and mm-hmm. stuff. And there's like a lot of like old, old bars. When you walk into them, I mean, they could be like a hipster bar like mm-hmm. in San Francisco that yeah. they paid a shit ton of money for it to look like this. Yeah. But when you walk in, it's just... It's just what it is, it right? Is. It's got old posters yeah. and stuff of like old movies and this and that. And the people there, they, they're all characters. They're all raging alcoholics and stuff. They're like, yeah, 60, 70 years old. And you come in, they're all going to look at you a little bit. But if you have a couple of beers, they may be like, where are you from? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm from California, motherfucker. <laughs> Make some new friends and stuff, right? Yeah. Perfect photo ops. Really? Yeah, you should do like late night, uh, I guess, people photography and shit. Mm. Yeah, that Just would be... an idea. I have a couple ideas of um, photo projects that I want to do. I can't really let them out of the bag. Don't. But don't, one don't, involves don't. mobility assistance. But I really... Yeah, old people here in Japan are like... It kind of makes you be like... Just want to step up to a dude. And I wish my Japanese was good. Just be like, yo, like... What is your story? Like, 
Uh, Your style is so sick. Like, what are mm, you into? Mm, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool photo op- 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 opportunities, man. Like, um, there's a bunch of guys, like, uh, my friend introduced me to him. I hang out over at the, was it Nakameguro Park? Mm-hmm. And, like, they're all, like, at 80, they're retired, and they're just, like, how, how to say they hang out they live in the neighborhood and they hang out and they have like their own little club they just volunteer at the park mm. and every, every once in a while once every couple months we'll go drinking with them and just just talk to them about their life mm. and, you know what they've seen and they're, they're, they're from like you know pretty like you know they're working like you know nice you know VIP jobs mm. and like you know the executives and mm. big salaries and probably on a lot of money mm. but yeah man like yeah they're pretty cool they're still out and about mm. and really ganky yeah he's like yeah when I was younger I worked for this big corporation for years and now I'm retired and I'll just fuck around in the park and yeah. drink a couple Kirin or something yeah 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 so yeah, it's pretty cool so, so, some of the women are interesting too it's like some of the older like women like the grandmothers like mm. they'll get Crazy color hair, like green or purple or something. Yeah, yeah the pink hair women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's and, that, and they always wear like really like flashy, really colorful clothing. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like older style, but it's modern at the same time, kind of like mod retro kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There's definitely some interesting characters. Mm-hmm. When I see those old women that are like maybe 80 years old and they're wearing like old women clothes and they're walking around and stuff with plastic bags, you know, either like they're going shopping or they're leaving like a shop or something, but they got bright pink hair. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see that. In my mind, I'm just like, when I see that, I'm always just thinking, like, maybe they're, like, punk rockers from, like, the 1970s, <laughs> uh, you know? And they just kind of cut, like, the tail end yeah. of that. And they're, like, still punk on the inside, you yeah. know? But they're still grandma. So yeah. it's, like, a 50-50, you know? They're like, I'm a grandma, but I'm letting people know where my roots lie. Yeah, right? Oh, but or, even... or maybe they were, like, you know, like, flappers from, the, like, the 50s or, you know, like, like car hop. Didn't they kind of use uh, crazy stuff like that? Like yeah. The, you know, you know what I'm talking stick. about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's not, not even just the hair, but also the clothes they wear. Because at mm-hmm. home people are in like frumpy mom jeans and like mm-hmm. a t-shirt and mm-hmm. maybe a hoodie here like the lady you know mm-hmm. ladies of all and men of all styles are like oh i have like a couple different kinds of jeans or i've got these long flowing looking pants and my shirt is nice and i've got so you know people accessorize here really well like mm-hmm. scarves and a lot more hats or berets where back home people are like well just put on a baseball hat well, yeah. people here, I mean, everybody is Tokyo, so a lot of people dress up yeah. just to buy milk at the corner store, yeah. you know? <clears throat> so it's, it's it's kind of part of the culture. Like, I mean, in Frisco, it's so casual, you yeah. know? And in, oh, Michigan, or the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, Midwest for sure. If you're going to go to Meyer, Chicago, man. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to go shopping, if you're going to go to, like, uh, let's say, Myers or some super huge, like, uh, department store or something, yeah. yeah, you put on the flip-flops, the jeans. Sweats. T-shirt, sweats. <laughs> makeup, uh, maybe a little around the eyes and shit, and just go to the store, but here, no. Somebody's going to go to the store. They're going to the mm, store. Yeah. You know, Who knows who they'll see, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's if you're going to walk out of your house, you got to dress to be seen. Mm. Yeah. Not dress to, like, have your cat put hair on your pink sweats and says, like, <laughs> baby fat across the butt, you yeah. know. There What's you that, go. But was, this is kind of a nice, like, pretty nice, like, higher-end area. So there's a lot mm. of people walking around here with that obviously have money yeah. can afford nice clothes and things. I have seen some sketchy-looking people in other zones, you know, mm. or, like, less dressed up. Mm. And that's, like, one in a million where... You gotta go to Saitama. Really? You gotta go north. Uh, yeah. You go to north people, eh, more, more rural. just normal people, yeah. you know? Mm. More rural. Here is definitely fashion central. It's like it's mm. Tokyo. You're oh, in Tokyo. Definitely. Oh, man, yeah. that's awesome. So the photography, the zines. Mm. So do you, like I saw on your website that you have like a lot of zines. Do you make the zines? Yeah. I 
the zine that I had for this show, I actually really lucked out because um, some people helped me since I have been like with Ruka. We've also in part of the whole family is like Element Skateboards. Mm-hmm. And a dude, oh, Element's awesome. Yeah, and one of the dudes at Element, his name's Ryan, he actually helped me out and he printed those for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not because I didn't pay and he didn't pay. <laughs> and he, he Faders, knew, don't tell anybody. Don't if you're hey, if you're a fader and you know people at Element, don't snitch. <laughs> but he just gets stitches. Yeah, so snitches I bought, wind up dead in ditches. Yeah. So I bought the paper because I wanted a specific <clears throat> texture or smoothness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also there's the silver paper in it to try to make it a little bit more connected to the baseball bats. Mm. So he printed those for free, but then I ended up printing all my other zines at Smart Press, which is out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's a, Since I'm in America, I was trying to do that, like, we, I mean, do the Trump thing, like, we're going to bring jobs back to America. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I'm trying to support, even though I'm sure it's ill cheap to get it done in China, mm-hmm. it's probably not as fast either. You know, they're going to have to ship it here, and, and Smart Press is pretty good. So I just printed them all myself. You know, That's I have, awesome. I have one about wheelchairs called Born to Roll. I have one called Candy, which is all candy paint jobs of cars. Oh, you know, like interesting. Can, candy paint. And this one comes with a mixtape that I made myself that all the songs talk about sweets or candy. <laughs> cassette, right? Yeah, cassette. It's a oh, pink cassette tape. Cool. And like one side is oldies and then the other side is newer R&B and hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then the most recent one that I did was uh, Desert Eulogy, mm-hmm. where this December I'm going down Baja, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we, as a, like a lot of dudes from high school that I know, we go down there and like camp out on the beach and surf for a week in like central Baja. Sounds and, pretty dope. Yeah. So on the way there, there's so many of those roadside crosses and like mini cairns and whatever else. And I think one trip we tried to count them all and we got, I got, we got to like 57 Mm-hmm. and like lost count so I took photos of as many as I could and I made a zine about that and there's some other oh, stuff sick. in there so I try to just it's more like documentarian you know not like fashion I mean I, I guess I could do fashion but my lighting game sucks mm-hmm. so mostly I just like to walk around the street and be like oh this guy's cool oh this mm-hmm. lady looks sick or you know Look at this wheelchair turned over. I wonder what the story is with that. Or <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, so, so it seems to me like a lot Somebody of... learned how to walk. Fuck yeah, <laughs> this chair. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me kind of like a lot of this, with your, with your current project we saw with the baseball bats and with like a lot of other stuff, it's like, how do you say, your art's your art, but like you're more interested in like people's reaction to it. Yeah, I'm more mm-hmm. interested in like human reaction, people. Mm-hmm. I like people. I like taking pictures of people. And I'm better at taking pictures of people. Mm. But I also like to do projects to, like, test people. Mm. Not necessarily test their boundaries so much. I mean, that was the baseball bat thing. That was, like, a big thing. But mm. also it was partly of, like, a, a letting go type mm. thing. Well, it sounds like the baseball bat thing kind of worked out pretty good for you. I, yeah. I mean, in, t- I'm, in terms of boosting... The Matthew Bida name, yes. Yeah. It's, like, publicity-wise. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really lucky. It did work out. I didn't go to jail. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I. Um. It's helped me travel to a lot of places and visit people, meet people. So, so in other words, it's a good opportunity. It was just controversial enough where, like, there was a threat of legal trouble, but you managed to sidestep that. But yeah. like, because of that, like, how do you say, like, 
you know, kind of got your name out there. And it, it gives exactly. you street cred, too. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. already got street cred. <laughs> I grew up doing a lot of graffiti. <laughs> no, that, you know, really? Graffiti? Yeah. What was your graffiti name? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I, I mean, you you told me yours, but... Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, not I, in Japan. I still, the statute of limitations has run out by now, right? Uh, it was 20 years ago. I was a kid. I well, needed the money. No, we, no money. <laughs> we talked about... My dietary needs. Mm-hmm. So now you can probably guess mm-hmm. what I write. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from. California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Hmm. Well, you no, do have murder. a no, no. germy fish. No, <laughs> it's not. I'm vegan. Well, no, no, no. That's what I write. No. <laughs> hey, everybody, come bust me. <laughs> now I've already been arrested, and the cops already know who I am. Really? So actually, maybe not. Baseball maybe not like, Japan, finally, we but... can get vegan. Finally. Well, 
I mean, I did some graffiti while I was here, but mostly just stickers and tags. I didn't do any, like, throw-ups or pieces or anything. Okay, and, well, let's just stop right there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't incriminate anything. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Oh, man, that's insane, though. So graffiti, cars, photography, baseball bats. So you're like a renaissance man. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of everything. I actually, if you look at my if you look at my Instagram, it says renaissance man on it. Mm. Oh, really? Because shout out your Instagram. Uh, it's my first name, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, and my last name, B as in boy, A, J as in John, D as in dog, A. Mm. And it's all one word. Awesome. Like I, I, my dad... I, I don't know how to butcher animals, but my dad was a butcher. He was also a woodworker, so I can do... And you're a vegan? That's kind of interesting to see how things, like, go generationally. That's how he became yeah. a vegan. That, no, it's not, actually. Like, I don't... I don't... It doesn't scare me. It doesn't make me really feel bad. Like, when I was little, like, I was born in Minnesota, and, and we would go to this farm, and there would be a cow, and then you'd see your dad just smash this cow's head with a sledgehammer and then these guys would come out with like a bucket loading farm tractor and lift the cow up and then before you know it like your dad is like got this huge it looks like a huge i wouldn't even call it a meat cleaver because it's like a giant two-handed meat cleaver looking thing Mm -hmm. you'd be chopping the thing down the center and then you'd go play in the hay baler literally (laughs) like my brother and i would get bored and we would just go play in the hay baler Mm -hmm. but later he'd give you the cow eye and he'd be like, oh, look, you can look at this thing. And you'd be touching this sticky, mucusy thing that was a cow's eye. And you, and you, I don't know, but it doesn't scare me. It doesn't make me feel bad. It just, I don't know. I became vegan, and I don't think I'm going back. It's, just, it's <laughs> real easy now. How long have you been vegan? Since 92. Damn. Is it expensive? It is. Is it expensive to be a vegan in Japan? Because Japan is such a meat culture. There's meat and yeah. fish everywhere. I was going to ask him about this too. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm, I know being vegan in Japan now is a lot easier than it was. Yeah, that's true. And being vegan in Japan now is kind of like being vegan in America 10 or 15 years ago. Where, you know, you have this vegan option that doesn't really have anything more to it. There's not any fake meat or sprinkled fairy dust in it, but for some <laughs> reason it is more expensive than like a regular thing. Mm. You know, you can get you can get ramen where they make the the soup. It's not dashi based, but it's like mm. wakame based or mm. like seaweed based. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's extra work for these dudes to be like, okay, we're going to have to make an extra batch of this seaweed shit for this fucking asshole. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's going to take a while. Yeah. So it's like ex- paying a dude extra hours. But, mm. you know, it's not as difficult. Like the first time I came to Japan was 2003. Mm-hmm. And that tour was pretty grueling. You lost a lot of weight. I don't know if I lost a lot of weight, but I was just, you know, we're just going into 7-Eleven and it's like, buying out all the inari or buying out all the ume onigiri Mm -hmm. because there was a couple of vegans and then trying to figure out oh shit you know luckily i had friends here that Mm -hmm. would be like oh okay i'm gonna read this for you i was like buying one of those pre-packaged bags of cabbage salad opening the top and then just pouring the vegan salad dressing in the bag and eating it out with Mm. hashi chopsticks. Mm. (laughs) People are looking at you like you are absolutely insane. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. It's like going to like Myers and just buying like a bag of like ketchup. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, last night was funny. Like a dude that I, a dude that I know, he told me there's a, in 
in Shimokitazawa, there is mm. a natto factory, and they have a natto vending machine on the mm. street. And I bought some, and I just was like, oh, shit, this is good. You know, and, and I had to throw away the, like, fish whatever, and there was no hot mustard in it, and there was no shoyu or soy sauce. So I'm just eating it. You know, you're, like, whipping and whipping and whipping. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating it, and him and his friends start speaking in Japanese, and he's like, this is first time we see tourists eating natto on street. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I was like, what about like Nihon jeans? And he's like, not so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, maybe that could be your new nickname. Your yeah. new graffiti name. Not the name. reminds me of experience I had like, uh, well, we're married now, but when she was still my girlfriend, she's just for one day, she just really wanted to go to her natto, re- natto restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's in Ikijiohashi, so I can walk to it from here. But, like, yeah, so we took me in there, and they've got, like, a bunch of different, tons of different types of natto, and I'm just, like, living going, I don't know what most of this stuff is, just, you, you just order, and I'll eat it. And I was the only, I was obviously the only foreigner in there, and, like, I got a lot of stares, people were just looking at me, like, the gaijin is eating natto, and he seems to be enjoying it. <laughs> a, a lot of people have told me, like, most, you know, whitey or whatever, or, you know, f- foreigners in general just are not feeling it. They're not mm, into not it. You yeah. get used to it, you know? Yeah. It's like soy milk. When you start having soy milk, at first you're like, fuck this shit. And then now you're like, this is good. You know, it's funny. Especially with chocolate. Dude, it's you know great. what? The soy milk game here is like beyond any level I've ever seen. It's a lot like, of soy. There's so many flavors. That there's like 25 flavors. Really? And there's what are some of your favorites? I like banana. Uh-huh. That's a really good one. The mango one is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vanilla ice cream is good. They've got a dongo flavor. Wait, is vanilla ice cream, is that like still vegan? The vanilla ice cream flavor is vegan because it's like vanilla flavoring. They probably just oh, put vanilla okay. in it. Okay, just, mm-hmm. just vanilla, not yeah. like the milk. Not, no. Okay. So there's... I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's like vanilla flavor, dongo <laughs> flavor. There's uh, almond flavor. They have a red bean soup flavor that I haven't gotten to yet and I'm a little scared <laughs> they have a one that I had is like the sake flavor uh. that tastes like shit sake flavor anything kind of tastes like shit I've had sake flavored candy and I love sake right but then when it comes to like anything else with sake I'm like oh Kit Kat you kind of drop the ball uh, you, you ever had like yeah the sake flavored Kit Kats you yeah. Before. yeah they're 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 not that good this, they're not that good at all this is how I felt about that one soy milk you know you drink beer and like I've drank beer you drink beer, and then you have, like, the beer aftertaste that's just kind of lingering around. You're like, Dah. Yeah. Well, like you were saying before, you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're totally fine with yeah. that. <laughs> Doesn't bother us. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm stuck with this thing. And that's kind of, it's like drinking, just drinking aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Now, why, why would you want to drink aftertaste? Nobody wants to fuck with that. You're mm-hmm. like, why, it's like, why do I want to go to an amusement park if I can't go on the rides? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I want to drink this? So that was like one of the bad ones. The other mm-hmm. ones are okay. Like chocolate is good. Banana is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Actually, the the woman at the gallery, this the woman Kaya, she's not into like drinking sweet stuff so much. And I kept like giving her these different flavors. And you, <laughs> you, you should have been there to see her face. She's like, Ugh. it's like <laughs> the the worst like screwed up face. It, it made me smile because it was really cute. Should have had the camera ready for that one. Get yeah. a nice like you know reaction picture. Uh, the many faces of Kaya just like <laughs> <laughs> looking like sloth from Goonies for a minute, just like <laughs> so. 
But yeah, it's being vegan here, to go back to your question, being vegan here has gotten a lot easier since, mm. you know, especially in like the last 10 years. Like there's a lot more vegan options at places mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Afri, which is right by the Nakamegaro station is mm-hmm. the, the ramen shop. They have a vegan ramen there. And mm-hmm. usually, I, if we were to go to ramen, you, my friend would have to speak to the chef in Japanese and say, "Hey, can we just have some soba? Just just the soba on the mat with you know the negi and the ginger and the wasabi. Don't even don't even put the fish shit around there. Just have like a bowl of soy sauce." Mm. Whoa, you know, man! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of us just like wait, wait. We we've spent generations developing this this yeah. this this broth. Yeah, exactly. you gotta try just a little bit, just a spoon. Yeah, he's like, dude, well, I've, I've never been vegetarian, but like, it's just some some of the friends I've hung out with when they say they're vegetarian, like it's especially with like you know, fourteen years ago in mm-hmm. Kyushu, where I like, go on a date and the girl would be like, not even vegan, just a vegetarian, right? And she'd explain it to the cook, and she'd just like start going down the menu. It's like, is there meat in this? Is there meat in that? Yeah. And they're just like, give give you this blank look. It's like. Dude, it's a simple question. We're not asking if you like to wear women's underwear. Is yeah. there meat in this dish? Yes yeah. or no? I, I know how to say, you know, no. is there any meat in something or like no meat in, or something like that, like nikodame. But how would you say vegetarian? Is there a term for vegetarian? Vegetarian. Ge- that's yeah. it? Say it with the katakana. That's it? Yeah. Just the katakana? Same, same, same with, with vegan. Same, same with vegan. Vegan is vegan. Vegan? Vegan. 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 That's how they say it. But if you say vegan, you got a beard, like you got a beard that might be like, Oh, he's from the country of Vigania. I've had dudes here try to explain. He's like, oh, he's like an ill Buddhist. You know, because then if you're like, oh, the Buddhist diet is like real strict. Uh So if they're like. That's only if you're like a devout one, though. Yeah. Yeah. But then once you explain that, I think the chef will understand more rather than like, oh, he's a vegan. Oh, well, I don't know what that shit is. Yeah. But if you say you're a Buddhist, you're fine. Yeah, if you're like, oh, he's like strict Buddhist, like they can't have anything to do with animals, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool, I, I get it. So that's what you gotta say, like, yeah. we'll say ore no, bu- no, you say ore, you say watashi, watashi no Buddhist desu. Mm-hmm. It's like that joke. Um, you, yeah, actually, <laughs> speaking on that topic, have you have you ever heard of like uh, the 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 strict Buddhist diet where they've got like a vegan one where it's like how do you say it, it was prepared by monks who had memories of eating meat and this and that so they make they'll make something they'll make it completely vegan but they'll use different like you know uh i don't know sauces and a certain way to prep prepare it to make it like kind of kind of taste like meat but it's still vegan yeah but i've never you know what i'm talking about there's a term for it and i can't think of it i don't know what it is either it's i mean i've been to some restaurants that are like that but i've never Mm. um i never knew what the term was Mm. so yeah, because, like, I don't know, because, like, every every time I meet a vegan who's been here for a while, I ask him that, because, like, how, how, I'm, not, I'm not vegan by any means, but it sounds like something kind of cool to try, yeah. just to see what it's like. There is, like, a bunch, there is a lot of fake meat around. Mm. There's this restaurant, which is in Giugaoka. Giugaoka. Yeah, and it's called T's Restaurant, like the letter T. Mr. T's Restaurant? Not oh. Mr. T's, no. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like it already. Uh, I'm canceling work. Right, give they, me a beer. I'm they, pity to pull a food. They have. <laughs> <laughs> Who eats meat? <laughs> Eat the food. So, uh, <laughs> so they have fake meat there, and I actually am going there later today. Yeah. And so, you know, that's maybe a place to, to check out. But I'm there so are close. Spots. I, actually, yeah, yeah. I just came from there. That was where I was working earlier. It's Giugaoka. Uh, yeah. It's a great place. It, yeah. is, it is a very nice area. Very, very small town. This kind of all this vegan talk reminds me of this joke. Mm-hmm. A vegan 
and a CrossFit person go on a date. Okay. Who speaks first? I don't know. Oh, the CrossFit. It's a joke because the reason why it's a joke because CrossFit people will make sure to tell you they're CrossFit mm. and vegan people always make sure to tell you they're vegan. Mm. There you go. So That's it's right. It's such an ill joke. Mm. Or like, how do, you, how do you know if somebody's vegan? They'll tell you. They'll tell you. How do you know if somebody does CrossFit? They'll tell Don't you. Don't worry. They'll tell you. <laughs> same, same thing. It's like... Same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if that's as big out here, CrossFit, as it is back in the States. Running is really popular now. I, really I noticed. Ah, there's, yeah. there's one place down, in the, down by the river that got like Pilates or whatever. That's supposed to be all the rage, too. Mm. That's the new thing? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not exactly a health fanatic. Oh. Yeah. I have a lot of bad, unhealthy habits. You do. <laughs> Fitness goes in phases here. Where, like, no. For example, yoga was so huge like five years ago uh-huh. and now because like they had the Tokyo Marathon and was televised and stuff uh, now running, running is like really really popular I, I, I think yoga is still pretty huge though because like that's that originated from India and uh, like you know, it's, mm. it's I, I think I, it's just not going away it's they, not going a lot, away a lot, of, a lot of women especially that are pretty serious about it and have they, been but for a while. five years ago you just see tons of people those mats like yeah, mat walking around everywhere yeah, I think you right? still see them though they you actually do, do yoga at the Wyden and Kennedy Art Gallery they do yoga Tuesday and Thursday Thursday night. There you go, Tom. You can but get in shape. But it's very international. Like what the the wine and Kennedy people are like from all over the world. So uh, I actually did yoga on Thursday last yeah. week. Really? Did, yeah. Did, did, did they give courses in English? The lady was doing it in English and Japanese. Oh, so okay. if there's you know more English speaking, because a lot of wine and Kennedy people are from mm-hmm. all over. They speak English. Mm-hmm. But it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I figured a- out that I'm the. The stiffest. <laughs> Dude, I can't even tie my shoes half the time. Like, oh, 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 God, I'm getting old. This sucks. You, like, bend down. You, like, get up, and you get so woozy. Like, who am I? Where am I? <laughs> oh, the blood's rushing to my head. Yeah, exactly. I'm so dizzy. Yeah. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. So the art movement in San Francisco is massive. It's always been massive. It's mm. been massive since... I, I would say I, maybe what was it, Kerouac and the, the Beatniks kind of started yeah. off like the literary, uh, the yeah. writing arts, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then from there and stuff in the 60s, of course, a lot of artists and musicians came there or mm-hmm. grew up there and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And then in the 80s, things kind of cooled down until the heavy metal scene and the comedy yeah. scene kind of picked up mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. then the 90s, it all turned to like graffiti yeah. and a lot of like street art kind of stuff, whatever. Mission school is what they, they call Mission that. Mission school. Which is like... Uh, where Barry Barry's put into mission school Chris Johansson he mm-hmm. actually moved out of the city they would consider him Claire uh, Rojas I think she might be in there too and then uh, Barry's ex-wife Margaret Kilgallen mm-hmm. was in there but there's mission school is kind of growing up in the mission district of San Francisco mm-hmm. and seeing you know the different <clears throat> signs of you know the storefronts and the different graffiti and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of. I don't know what school we're in now, but yeah, new school. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But there's a lot of art influence there, and I haven't been in San Francisco really in the last like ten years. Mm-hmm. How has it changed? And this is a San Francisco question. This is well, it could turn into Tokyo because a lot yeah. of uh, San Francisco-based artists do come to Japan. Barry McGee, aka Twist, has yeah. been here. There's like a he did a document. He was in a documentary where there. Driving around in these go karts or something or something weird or something and like oh, Shibuya. Uh, they were doing um, demolition derby. Yeah, that's right. Shibuya. Yeah, but he was actually he was actually here just in July. There's a, a art museum called the Watarium, mm-hmm. which is by Motosando. Oh, Motosando, yeah. And so um, he just had a show there for a long time with um, some people, and he was up north doing some some stuff. 
as well. And there's some so like Tokyo, the sidecore Tokyo arts crew was there. But um, San Francisco, to answer your question, I guess it's a trade off. Like when I was younger, there was some like real sketchy zones, like ill sketchy. Mm-hmm. Like there are spots I I was afraid to go to. Yeah, hundred point. Hunter's Point is still sort of sketchy, especially if you're like out there, you know, if you're doing graffiti at like four in the morning, there's dudes still cruising around in like, you know, old Caprice classics or like ghetto runner ass cars blasting Bay hip hop and they'll see you and they'll like, they'll come around the block a couple times. And if you're out there, like, you know, it'll be weird. But the thing is, is like doing graffiti sometimes is like so beneficial because you you'll be like painting something and they'll be like, yo, 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 you, you paint, yo, hit up young you, hit up young you. That got, that got told to me. And like, you know, your heart is racing because you know this dude is thug. Like mm. Hunter's Point is like breeds thugs. They have, you know, they have a documentary called Straight Out of Hunter's Point. It's all about like crime and guns and the projects. It's very heavy with like housing projects. But like a dude will see you out there and like all of a sudden like, he wants you to hit his name up in like a sick style because he knows that like his hand may not be the best, but if you like do a tag and it's like him, then then they'll be stoked. But sometimes dudes, I've had dudes just be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" or like, "You're gonna end up bodied." So with that, like, you know, I've been mugged at Embarcadero Center like mm-hmm. twenty wow, years ago. Embarcadero Center. Yeah, I got mugged in the Western Edition. Yeah, down the street from where I lived. Yeah, because the Fillmore, the, the Fillmore projects are right by there. Are they still there? The Fillmore projects There's are no Starbucks? still Starbucks. No, <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff near there, but the Fillmore projects are still there. Mm. But now, you know, you get this trade off where rent is now super expensive because the tech industry, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to live. You know, all the tech companies are down the peninsula, out of the main city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot of people in the city. You know. Bigger con- companies have gone in there. Like Twitter is in there. Don't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Twitter is is there. Dolby is there. Um, what is that big? Salesforce is there now. Mm-hmm. They're building a, new, a building. But, you know, you have all the other ones. Like Google is down the peninsula. And Apple is down the peninsula. Mm-hmm. And Cisco is down the peninsula. And whoever else. And all the startups. So all those people work down there but in the middle of the night or like 11 to, to 2 a.m nobody wants to be down there because there ain't shit to do at night and mm-hmm. everybody that works for these companies are in their early to mid 20s maybe early 30s and they're still trying to turn up and like have fun at night well that all happens in san francisco yeah so everybody wants to live there but you're only in a seven mile by seven mile square plot so now rents have gone up yeah but with the rents going up safety has gone up Mm. graffiti has gone down mm-hmm. Oakland is now like graffiti mecca back mm. in the day when I started writing you know you could get arrested and then you'd show up at court and they'd just drop the case because the you know they're like oh there's too much violent crime or there's too much robbery or guns or whatever so we don't have time to deal with this piddly shit mm. now it's so clean and the violent crime or heinous crime has gone down they're like oh we're gonna, we, we're gonna get your money Mm. You know, I had to do a bid for a month just for graffiti. Jeez. And it wasn't, you know, I got found guilty, not even of the actual graffiti. I got found guilty of possession of graffiti tools with intent. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't so even like, know that was a crime. Yeah, like... He had some pencils. now. <laughs> you have paint on you and we know you're going to go do something and 
and so sorry, guy, you're gonna sit in the box seat. Oh, I mean, I left no, out you, for a month. I got sentenced to a month, but I got let out for good behavior. Yeah, so, so I didn't what, two have weeks, to, maybe more than two weeks. Mm. You, you know, usually if you get let out for good behavior, you get like three weeks or whatever. Damn. That shit's enough. I'd rather. You know, there was a point in my life where it was like, if I'm going to get caught, I'd rather die than go back to jail. Mm-hmm. It's the it's kind of like the lowest form of torture. Yeah, jail sucks. I know. We all, I'm, we're from America, and now we're just like, if you're in America, you're like, oh yeah, everybody's been arrested, everybody's been to jail. <laughs> you're in Japan, it's like, you ever been to jail? <laughs> No. Hell no. No, I did meet a dude. This is like a rite of passage in America, right? Yeah, kind of. There's a dude here that I met, and he does a lot of graffiti in Tokyo. He's like a king in terms. And I talked to him last night, and he's done a lot of bids. He did like three months, and then he did six months, Mm. and then he did a month. I think, I don't remember if he said he did nine months, but I was like, oh shit, I can't do that. Like at my age now, it's like, my mom lives in my house and is like, I do a month, and mom is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, because I, especially with the way rents are, like, you, mm-hmm. I have to hustle harder. Like, I have, I have two jobs, mm-hmm. maybe three, like Renaissance Man. Like, you know, I'm, I still put in hours for Barry. And then my friend Mark Cross, he runs Rose Tattoo Parlor in New York. He wanted to do a pop-up shop, so me and some dudes built this pop-up shop for him. And then someone else is like, hey, can you help me do an art show? So then I'll curate an art show, not make any money. But mm-hmm. on the side of that, I'll be doing some other hustle to make money. Mm-hmm. So you have like, you know, there's trade-offs. Like, okay, I have this safety net. There's new interesting mm-hmm. restaurants. There's more places to go. There's new bars for people to go to. Clubs are jumping. You know, more nightlife going on. Safety is up. But, you know, crime is down and I'm kind of in the crime loop in some way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's also now I have to get less free time because I'm doing more work. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, you know, if, let's say I lived in Wichita. Mm-hmm. You could get a whole house in Wichita. Oh, being from Detroit, you could buy a house. Hundred De- bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could buy a house, or like even for a few thousand dollars, you can get a house or a it, neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and so being back home, it's like you have these trade offs. But I, I would still keep it because San Francisco, the culture is good. Mm-hmm. You have a, a really good mix of culture. You can drive thirty minutes. Let's say compared to L.A., L.A., you drive 30 minutes and you're like, I just made it like six blocks. Yeah. In San Francisco, you drive 30 to 45 minutes. You're like, where am I? You know, you drive south, you know, 30 minutes and you're like in Half Moon Bay where I grew up and it's just, there's still redwood forest and you can walk out into the hills and there's nothing around or I'm at this beach and it's like, I'm the only dude on this beach as far as I can see. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you drive to Kamakura and try to like get on the beach and there's people in the water or there's people a million on the people there yeah, yeah. like the, the, the yeah the, yeah the highways on the weekends is nuts mm-hmm. you know or it's weird like surfing culture here compared to back home you know yeah you can surf at ocean beach and you'll see some people on the weekend maybe like it's same 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 premise as beach mm-hmm. break like there's mm-hmm. no point it doesn't go down it's just like oh these waves are randomly on the beach and you'll see mm-hmm. a few people kamakura on the weekend it's like hundreds of people you just look and it's like speckles in the water all down the beach so do you like surfing in tokyo or in japan like yeah have you been to okinawa i haven't been to okinawa but i've surfed zushi i've surfed uh tsujito kamakura and like at home i started surfing because barry and 
uh, a bunch of people just were like, we're going surfing. And I never knew how and I never was interested. Mm -hmm. And this was like 2005. And then I picked it up and I kind of figured out that I'm like a water dude. Mm -hmm. I like swimming. I like cliff jumping. I like, you know, jumping... I don't know. Just when I get in the well, you water, you did want to be a marine biologist all those years yeah. ago. So I, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a holler yeah. back. It's I like mean, I can I, still be yeah. vegan I, and you know be a water guy. Yeah, I can look at shit and be in the water. I mean, I have scuba diving certifications and mm. stuff like that. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. Serving here is cool. The water is definitely warmer because mm. the way the ocean works, the current, the current in the ocean in the northern hemisphere on Japan is coming from the south, which mm. is like the equator. And then, you know, back home, it's coming from Alaska. Mm-hmm. So the water's warmer here. People are less aggressive in the water. Mm-hmm. Back home, you will, you, I've seen people get into fights in the water. Mm-hmm. Where here, people are like... Are they like splashing water at each other? Like, no, no, but you'll want, and people will just randomly talk to strangers here. Like my mm-hmm. friend, my friend Noriyuki is like talking to a dude about some waves. And back home, like... You know, you, you look at somebody funny and they think, you know, that you're trying to steal their wave. They'll just be like, get out of the water. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. You know, America, it's a lot more like, laid back here, a lot yeah, more mellow. I think in Japan in general, it's like, oh, okay, everybody's, you know, there's still honorability and st- stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. we're back home. It's kind of like every man for himself. You yeah. Know? Well, I, th- I think in, in general, one of the things in, in Japan, they favor like kind of social harmony. So yeah. If you're out there, you're not, you're not causing problems and, you know, you talk to somebody about the waves or whatever right. if it's, right. it's just like casual small talk mm-hmm. about the weather it's kind of like yeah hey, okay cool so guy's not hassling me or anything you know, I'll yeah. talk to him for a little bit yeah I mean I've never been knock on wood again I've never been into a fist fight in my life except with my brother but you know I don't think uh, I don't think I would even get into a fight with mm-hmm. anybody out here because everybody's like so chill unless mm-hmm. it was a, a drunk guy starting shit but I just walk away dude I'm a little guy I w- look at my yeah. hands I was born with baby hands, so I was like, I could be an artist, a comedian, uh, an accountant. Dude, your hands are still bigger than mine. I know dude. we're all over here. <laughs> <laughs> right right now. Dude, I've got. Ba- I was like, I knew. Too, <laughs> I knew growing up. I was like, there's no way I can be a fighter or a tough guy. Mm. Nothing, nothing, nah. Mm. Just walk away. I learned karate for a little bit, and I was just like, I can't even punch the fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit, you know. I watch fucking karate movies like the Karate Kid. It's like a little scrawny kid, you know, fighting Johnny or whatever, and I'm like. I can't even do that. I can't sweep shit, let alone sweep a leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just so, be so funny. You're in the right country for it, though, because you don't really need to. I mean, even, like, some of the drunken squabbling, like, I don't know, does it really descend into bar fights that often? I mean, sure, my people get drunk and stupid mm. and yell, but how many actual fist fights do you see? Like, not not nearly as much as you do back in the States. Yeah. Dude, 15 years, I've only seen less than a handful here. Mm. And it's such a peaceful country. That's, like, yeah. why the country's just so great, because the people here, it's just like, you know, you do your thing, I'll do my thing yeah. and we're going to be cool. You know, just don't bother me. I won't bother you. We're going to be cool, you know, so. That, that kind of reminds you, like, how, I wonder how, back in America, mm. the show, whatever, with the baseball bats to bring it back, like, that's perceived one way, but I wonder how differently it's perceived here. I they think probably people, think it's a video game or something. I, I think people, if they saw that, they would maybe just think that somebody's either like, they're like, oh, they didn't want to lose it, so they just chained it there. Mm. They might think, what would it be? like? Advertising gimmick, maybe? maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, it would definitely not. You Maybe this, somebody would be, somebody might complain that, you know, like the, yeah. there's something in the space. That is not right. We should yeah. call somebody, you know, yeah. something like that. But I, I really don't think that the cops really get involved and it would be a violent thing or something. Yeah. It's like, 
he didn't want to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're probably right, though. If, if, if like, something like that happened to it, like, cops probably would find you and then just say, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Take it home. Yeah. Why? Take why, it home. Do not why, leave it yeah. here. Why did you do that? And then you're like, oh, it was it's an art of, project. It's a project. Like, oh, oh, you okay. can't do that. Yeah, you, you can't do that. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> probably yeah. what I'm guessing right. what would happen. He's probably like, get out of here. You bother me. <laughs> <laughs> so. so what about the future? Like, we got a couple of minutes left. What do you want to do in the future? Like, uh, in San Francisco um, or in Tokyo? I plan to move here this coming year for six months to a year on an artist visa. Mm-hmm. I have a photo project I want to try to do next month before the end of December uh, go back to Mexico on a surf trip mm, cool get the 53 Chevy Suburban that I've been thinking about there's a that's lot of stuff dope. so collect more uh, Dungeons and Dragons books I have this oh, hobby that's, cool. that's this guy My, yeah. uh, I used to play back in the day he told me yeah, yeah. so I have a, a bucket list is collect all the Dungeons and Dragons releases Ooh, before it got sold to TS or from TSR to Wizards of the Coast ah okay there's like so 2000 like you're talking even the old school Dragon magazines and not those? Dragon magazines just like the game releases ah, so okay. there's like 2500 I think I have 1500 Wow. You can get Dungeons and Dragons in Japanese here. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be cool, but I can't read shit. <laughs> You're like, that just, character just means word. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. I guess that's about it. Um, maybe surf more while I'm here. or mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of a lot to fill your plays. Like, already got a photo yeah, yeah, project. Yeah, yeah. Put out a, Maybe put out another zine if, if I can. Buy a car. Sell two cars. Mm-hmm. It's uh, My plate is full, but awesome. being, being back here in Japan is definitely on, on the roster. Well, we are definitely welcoming you here to Japan. Yeah, We're man, looking man. forward to all the great stuff that you're doing. Yeah, we would love to have you back on maybe in like a year or so when you come back and we can see what else you've done, yeah. been doing with art projects or whatnot. I'll give you the, the uh, Homer Simpson. I'm going to shoot a lion in the face, <laughs> I'm going to fight Muhammad Ali, and I'm going to ride in a convertible full of happy zebras. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to do everything on this bike. <laughs> so. Oh, man, that's right, great. Cool. Well, awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, one more thing. How can people find you? We already gave the Instagram. Um, that will definitely be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Can you just, like, mail us, like, his, his deets? Like, you know, his yeah, I can send you all, all that. that. But, yeah, yeah my Instagram is is my name, and then I have an email at Gmail, which is my first name, Matthew, and then a period, and then my last name, B-A-J-D-A. There's MatthewBida.com, but I haven't really updated it since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can just look me up on Facebook, but I don't really use Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. I try not to even use Instagram, but oh, I try to... so about Instagram. I try to be supportive. Like, I'm the mm-hmm. shotgun liker guy where you're going down Instagram. I just like every picture <laughs> because yeah. I want... You know, people see, oh, I got this many likes, and you're mm-hmm. like... Oh, this person looked at my story. I mm-hmm. literally, I like have my phone. I'm not even looking. I'm just like hitting the thing, going <laughs> like, 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 making friends, making oh, yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. For anybody that knows me, I'm sorry. I apologize ahead of time. I just outed myself for being a shitty. <laughs> he friend. really doesn't like my stuff. He just, he just putting the putting his tag You're on. Just there. saying that to make me feel better. Yeah. Oh so. man. Well, thank you very much for being yeah. on the show. Thanks. Um, faders, you know what to do. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Definitely go down to the show notes. Check out Matthew's work. It's mm. it's going to be updated. Till, it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to have shows cool. coming up. The show's up till the 25th. Mm. So at the gallery, I'll give you that info too. Awesome. So, so if you are in checking out if you're in the, in the if you're in the area. I completely agree. <laughs> and if you are in the area, if you're coming to Japan, and actually a couple of faders contacted me, and uh, they want to come to Japan, they want to meet us and stuff. So mm. yeah, we'll bring them to the show. I'm sure they're going to dig it. And uh, yeah, faders, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. And Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy.
I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.